This is a show about financial planning with a particular focus on the issues facing those close to or living in retirement. Each week, our host, Dan Wendell, will share his expertise in retirement planning in a fun and down-to-earth format. Now, let's begin another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio show. I'm Dan Wendell. Today's host and the topic today is going to be retirement accounts, which one to pull from. So people retire, they create this wealth, they save, they work toward it, and then they go into retirement. And then the question becomes, well, I need income. We know that much. Which of my accounts do I pull from? It's a very simple question if you think about it. Well, I got three different types of accounts. Do which order do I pull from? And that's what we're going to talk today because there is conventional wisdom, which I disagree with, of course. And to help me talk about how much I disagree with conventional wisdom is Tony Short. Tony, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I hope everyone notices that I really dressed up for the show today, oh, Dan. Boy, did you ever? The YouTube, I did. I the headed YouTube to viewers it. are in for a treat. <laughs> I'm headed to a game, you know, it's baseball season, headed to a game immediately after we get done doing the show. So uh, I dressed up in my uh, baseball uh, gear. So God forbid you change for the show and, you know, but whatever. I know normally, you know, normally I do wear at least a nice shirt or a sport coat for the and show. And you're not in your mom's basement, which is. I am not. I'm actually in the studio today. And when... I see you're in, in the Dolphin office yeah. with the Dolphin yeah. memorabilia. and. Yeah. decorations nice uh, i don't know who your decorator is but well done <laughs> well done i have Thanks nothing here it's just a blank space i'm right. in some kind of a studio void here but yeah well you know it's kind of like a blank slate you you your your mind is open to ideas or it's empty whichever way you want to look at it so today we're going to talk about retirement income mm. so when i say which account to pull from do you have any idea what I'm talking about here? Do, have you have you had heard this discussion? Uh, I, I've a time or two. I've heard uh, people bring it up. Uh, there's a guy who keeps bringing who's brought this up quite a bit before. Uh, who I know his name is Dan Wendell, uh, and he's. T- <laughs> Actually, we haven't focused in on this specifically, maybe for a show, but it comes up obviously. Yeah, do you pull from? The money, you know, your your stock accounts, your your stock portfolio in retirement for income. Do you pull from uh, money you've put in the bank, CDs? Uh, do you pull from some type of other uh, fund? Do you have IRAs? Right. Uh, do you have an annuity? So uh, I know there are a number of different options where you can keep money. A coffee can in the cupboard. Are you pulling mm-hmm. from that to pay your bills each month? I don't think so. I hope not. But Will Rogers said the only safe place for your money is under the mattress. That's what Will Rogers used to say. <laughs> Unfortunately, that was a long time ago, and he believed the stock market was just gambling and that you couldn't really trust it. Uh, of course, if he had put all his money in the stock market, his family today would be very, very wealthy. If they put it, if he put it into a Roth, which I don't know if existed back then. He no, would, it didn't. He really love it. But it's, yeah, that's putting it under the mattress. I mean, a lot of people are concerned about the stock market now. So they're saying, oh boy, you know, I wish I had alternatives. Now we, the last show we did was about converting to a Roth during a down market. So I'll put that up there if you didn't watch that, but that's a way of drawing from a traditional IRA 
and moving it into a Roth IRA, um, the same concept applies. Does the situation mean you should pull from different different directions or different accounts? The conventional wisdom, let's start with that. The traditional advice, the conventional wisdom is when you're in retirement, you start with your taxable accounts. So this would be if you had the stock portfolio, not in an IRA, um, CDs, money at the bank, different investments that are taxable. You start there. I've heard then, that before. Yeah. Once that's completely gone, then you go to your IRA or 403B, 401K. You go to your tax deferred accounts mm-hmm. and you wipe those clean. And then you finally go to the Roth in the end because that's the tax-free money. So that's the conventional wisdom. And the idea is you don't want to touch your Roth because that's growing tax-free. So don't touch it, let it grow. So it has chance to really build up and then you touch it. Seems reasonable, right? Like if, right. Or, and the argument could be made, well, taxes always go up, not down or typically, although we are at one of the lowest tax points right now ever. And so they did actually go down at one point, but conventional wisdom also says taxes will definitely go up. And most people think right. that. So maybe you do want to save the taxable for later then. Uh, or right. I mean, the, the tax-free for later because the, the taxes that, would be Yeah, higher. that's the thought. But I don't agree with it. And I think, you know, the tax rates might go up. But as you get older, you might actually, I mean, you're not working. Be in a lower bracket. Yeah. You might be in a lower bracket. So sure. that might be a good time to sure. have the IRA money that you're pulling from. So what is the right order? I mean, is there an order? So that's the order that's conventional wisdom is taxable first, then the IRA or the deferred and then the Roth. Um, The problem with that is that it's not necessarily tax efficient, but it also creates a, a bump in the taxes in the middle of your retirement. So imagine you're on a roller coaster, right? And it's, and you go up, 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 and then you'll go down, right? So if you're pulling from your taxable accounts, your tax rate will probably be lower. This particularly if you have capital gains tax, because that's not ordinary income tax. Right. So that might be at a low 15%, could be at zero. Yeah. So you might have really low taxes. And then when you go to the IRA, all of it's taxable. Mm-hmm. So if you're pulling all your income from there, you might be way up here on the tax bracket. Yep. And then you spend all that and then you go to the Roth, which is tax free. So now you're paying zero. Hmm. I don't like it because you're putting all of it in at the same time. Um, Not to mention what good is having Roth income. All right. Granted, you don't pay any tax, but let's just assume the standard deduction still exists. And let's say you have a $25,000 deduction but you have no income. Well, what good is the deduction? You can't have a yeah. negative deduction. You're not going to get the refund of 25,000, right? right. <laughs> so you need some income to balance off the deduction. So you're at zero, right? So why right. not? You know, so if you have only Roth, that's a tax, that's a neg. that's, that's a tax problem because yeah. you're missing out on the ability to have some income that's tax free. Sure. Right. And you pay taxes earlier on it. So I think conventional wisdom is a problem. 
in this case. Mm, yeah. So what do you do? What's an alternative? Um, what about proportional distributions? What if uh, you said, I'm going to take equally from all? What does that do? Um, well, let's imagine this. Okay, you're 62 years old, you're retired, and you have all your money in three different accounts. You got taxable, you got IRA, and you got Roth. Instead of pulling all from taxable, what if you pulled equally from each? You need 40, you know, we'll call it 30,000 after you add Social Security. You need 30,000 more, you take 10,000 from each account. What does that do? Well, part of it's going to be tax-free from the Roth. Yeah. Part of it might be zero tax because of capital gains or 15 and the other one might be fully taxable, but you're spreading that burden out across the accounts. Hmm. So uh, is that your solution? Are you saying that's the way to go? I think if you do the math on that, you'll find that that's probably more tax efficient hmm. um, compared to taking it like the conventional, which is bulking the IRA in the middle. Yeah. I don't think that's the right answer, though, either, though. I, I Well, you got to worry. And a key thing we need to point out here, Dan, is that regardless, you have to be working with a financial services professional and a tax professional to make sure that you're doing the right thing for your particular situation, obviously. That's it. No matter which of these decisions. But you're right. In retirement, we have different buckets uh, with tax designations on them. There's tax deferred. So when you pull it out, it's all taxable, the gains and the principal. And the Roth, you pull it out, the gains, the principal, it's all tax free. So obviously, hey, why don't we just have every single dime in a Roth? So everything's tax free in retirement. Well, that's not always realistic. There are limits and there are rules and there are regulations and certain people, if you make too much, you're limited and right. Exactly right. In the last show, I said, you know, do you do a, a Roth conversion in, in a bear market? I said, well, the primary decision point is not whether or not the market's up or down. It's the tax brackets. Sure. Tax decision. The yeah. same with income planning. Obviously, if all you have is an IRA, you don't have a choice. Yeah. If, if all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Right. So it doesn't right. matter, right? You're going right. to hit it. You're going to hit the screw with the nail or the <laughs> hammer. Yeah. Um, but if you have different options, then this is a question for you, right? That if you have different types of tax designations, then it's a tax question. And the best approach is the custom approach. Not the same for everyone, but I want to go through some considerations here. Okay. That the the conventional window wisdom glosses over and even the 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 idea of taking equally from all glosses over these so here are a few that you, you have to consider first is roth conversions we've done a show on it um basically when you're talking about taking distributions in retirement just because you take a distribution doesn't mean you need to spend it you can actually take that distribution from a traditional and convert it to a roth so when i'm talking about this you could do that so why would you do that? Because it helps the future, potentially, or not, right? So that's one consideration. But here's another one, Social Security taxation. Social Security was not supposed to be taxed when it was originally made. We've gone down that path, done right. a whole show on how Social Security is taxable, why it's taxable. Is it a double tax? Watch that show if you want the answer yeah, to that. Yeah, that was a good one. <clears throat> the idea is, as you're bringing in income, 
your social security, social security, if all you have is social security income, you're not going to be taxed on it, right? Because it's only taxed if you make so much money. Right. So they have some provisional income that they do, a formula that they use, includes half of your social security benefit and then other income. So if by bringing in other income, you're raising your tax rate on your social security, that's something to consider. Mm-hmm. So it's not just about whether or not the income you're taking is taxable. Will it raise taxation of your social yeah. security benefits? People don't sometimes forget that. They say, oh, let me do, you know, let's let's take more in from income from my IRA today. Um, taxes are low. But did you factor in that now all of a sudden you're going to pay tax on your social security income? Did you factor mm-hmm. that taxation yeah. in? Oh, I forgot about that. Well, that changes the math. Of course it does, right? Yeah. People forget about that. Yeah. Another one people forget about healthcare subsidies, Obamacare. People still call it Obamacare, uh, affordable care act. Believe it or not, Tony, you get the, the amount that people get, particularly in 2022. Now this might change 2023 might go down big, but you can get a huge subsidy. I'll give you an example. I have a client that came to me. She's 64. So she's not on Medicare yet. Once you're on Medicare, you don't get healthcare subsidies. So this sure. is for people not on Medicare, but she's retired. So she, she doesn't know what to do, but health insurance. So we looked at a subsidy and the subsidy is based on income, not assets. <clears throat> so you can have 50 million in the bank. You know, um, Elon Musk could get a healthcare subsidy if his income is low enough, right? Yeah. So you could have 5 million in the bank, but have no income or $30,000 of income and you'll get health insurance for free, right? So when you're taking your income prior to age 65 or in Medicare, just because it makes sense to take the income because your tax rate's low, if you show that as income and a distribution from an IRA might be, is considered income for this, your subsidy might go down. Oh, I see what you mean. So your health care costs could go up if you start pulling that taxable income out. Right. So it's not only about taxation. It's also about health care subsidies. Ah, okay. People forget that. Unless, yeah. you know, because they, if they're getting health care through work, then they don't, then, then that's fine. Or they get yeah. their, a pension and that includes yeah. health care. If you're on Medicare or you get it through your work, you right. know, either of those scenarios, which is a lot of people, uh, right. you're, this isn't going to be a factor. But for all the other people who do use, uh, get insurance not through their work and they're right. not on Medicare, uh, they're probably getting subsidies if they're doing it right through the right. you know, Affordable so Care Act. Should I do a conversion this year? I'm 63. Oh, it makes tax sense. But if your subsidy for health care goes from 1000 a month, which is not unreasonable to 200 a month. All of a sudden that's 800 a month. You just lost. That's like 10 grand. Hey, that's significant. Yeah. Right. People forget this. Same yeah. with Irma, not the hurricane that destroyed Florida <laughs> income related monthly adjustment amount. This is a Medicare issue. So now, now the healthcare subsidies are gone. Now we're on Medicare. We pay for part B. 170 bucks a month right now for the average person, unless you make too much money, too much is based on two years ago, your tax returns. If you had a lot of income because you were doing conversions or whatever, sure. um, 
all of a sudden, you're paying more for Medicare. People forget this. So creating an income stream in retirement, you got to factor in whether or not it's going to bump you up to start paying more for your health Medicare. Right. Most people, like financial people, all convert Roth conversion, not convert. That's easy stuff. That's Lately, I've been hearing well, you got to do the Roth conversion. You got to do it. You got to do it. You got now is the time. Now is you know what's going to happen. All these people do it and then they're going to get an Irma because they're on Medicare and they're going to get an Irma letter. Your income's up or they're going to get they're going to lose this health care subsidy and they're going to go to their financial guy and say, why did I do the conversion? I lost my health care subsidy. Well, I don't I don't know. That's not, you know, I'm a finance guy. I'm an investment guy. I don't know anything about that healthcare nonsense. You got to talk to an insurance agent. Mm-hmm. Well, you thought you were my financial guy. That's a financial issue. Yeah. You got to be it's a big one. If your insurance health insurance goes up 800 a month, that's huge. Then you and don't want to do the being, conversion. Not hyperbole. That could easily no. happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So factor that in now, <clears throat> another factor. See, there's no right answer. You know, what's right. the best way to what order? You got to factor these in. Another one is if you do, you, if you do wait and not touch your IRAs until later, at some point the government makes you take re- required minimum distributions, right? So the RMDs. longer your IRA is, the higher because it's a percentage. The higher your RMD will be, the higher you're required to take out. And as you get older, the RMD percentage goes up and up and up and up. So the more you have there you'll be forced to take income and you won't have a choice. So by converting now or putting more in a Roth now or keep or spending some of your IRA early in retirement, you reduce your RMD later on. Hmm. So you're balancing it out. You're in more control. Once you delay your our IRA with distributions until RMD age, which is 72 soon, I think is going to be 75 next year. I think they're going to raise it. That's in the works right now. Right. And if you wait and wait, eventually you get to the point where you don't have a choice. And all of a sudden you're like, I, why I don't want to take that much. It's too much tax. Now I'm paying Irma. Now my, now uh, my tax brackets higher. I wish I could take less. And the government says too bad. Yeah. Well, the good news, though, about Roth IRAs is there are no required minimum distributions. So that is an advantage to the Roth. Right. So do you convert early, even though you don't need it? And and like you said at the beginning of the show, Tony, tax rates are low right now. Yeah. Our tax rates may go up probably. So why don't take advantage of the lower tax rates now and start moving some money, even if you don't need it. Right. Get it out of the IRA now or what I often suggest is delay social security because that's, that's not all taxable delay social security. What if you delayed social security is 70? Oh my goodness. How would I live? Why don't you take from your IRA? Well, that's taxable. Yeah. But you later on, you'll have a higher social security benefit, which is not all taxed and your RMDs will be lower because you already took the IRA. It's just strategic. You have to be strategic. Strategery. Strategery. One word. I do one word. Strategery. Will Ferrell. I love it. Will Ferrell's uh, George Bush uh, impression. I love it. <laughs> Last Strategery. but not least, capital gains tax rates. Ah. Capital gains tax rates are, do you realize, Tony, right now, 2022, a married couple with less than 80000 of taxable income, you know what their capital gains tax rate is? What? Zero. Yeah. 
Because you have to make over. Yeah, for a married couple, it's 80, 83,000, I think. I wrote it yeah. down somewhere. Yeah. 83K. So if if your taxable income, if you're in that tax bracket where your taxable income is less than 83K, you have capital gains in there. You're not paying capital gains tax. So think of that. Why not take some gains? Well, I don't want to. I want to hold on the stock forever. That's fine. Take the gains long term, by the way, it has to be longer than a year. Take the gains, lock in 0% tax, and then rebuy it later yeah. on and, and and let it go, you know, or because eventually you might find yourself in a tax bracket where you do have capital gains tax. Why not pay the tax when it's zero versus 15 or 20? Or they may change the tax brackets on capital gains. That'll happen first. Yeah. So again, there's so many factors and considerations that go into this. So this idea of, well, take taxable first, then do the IRA, then do the Roth. That's nonsense. That, that doesn't factor in all of these things. Yeah. Yeah, especially the tax implications, as you've mentioned. I mean, it's huge, tax obviously. Expertise. So I assume that after watching this or listening to this, that uh, people might have questions like, well, hey, I don't understand quite how that would work for me. And does this apply to where I'm at? But you're more than happy to talk with people either over the phone or online in a Zoom call or in person if they want to give you a shout, right? Well, I'm required to. So here's here's an important distinction uh, that people don't realize. Tax planning versus tax preparation. So a lot of people have a, a tax person they go to. I got my tax guy, right? You have this conversation with them. <clears throat> which account should I pull from? They might be like, I have no, that's not, go talk to an investment person. And so you talk yeah. to your stockbroker and they're like, I don't know. That's a tax question. I don't do taxes. Talk to the tax guy. And so you're looking there stuck in between. You're like, well, what am I supposed to do? You both, you know, you're not working together. What you want to do is work with a tax planner, a planner. Now they may do tax preparation as well, fill out the forms and so on. But the real conversations and the real value is well, which account should I pull from and when should work I work with a financial services professional, a, a planner, a fiduciary who's going to look at the big picture and all the aspects. Right. right. Yeah. So your, your financial guy or girl should be saying, well, let's not buy this product or let's not invest in this way or let's convert or let's sell now because of the tax implications looking down the road. Oh, I know what an Irma is. I know what, healthcare subsidy means and you work with a CPA that that does tax planning that isn't just saying how much did you spend and, and how much do you owe in taxes it's hey I noticed something we're hitting the the tax bracket or we have thirty thousand dollars here before you jump to the next tax bracket what do you want to do with that right oh I get a refund good that's all you care about wrong <laughs> you have some tax wiggle room here pay the 12 percent tax bracket on that I don't need the money. Convert it anyway. Take it out anyway. Pay 12% because odds are in the future, you're going to be at a higher bracket. Or even if you're not, pay it now and then invest it in a different way. So right. these kind of things you need to have planning. And yes, if you're not getting that from your current tax person or investment person, you're, you could be missing out and all this other stuff is noise. Returns aren't everything. How much you're getting in the market isn't everything. Tax implications are 
perhaps even more important because more people pay money. You pay more in taxes than you do in anything else in the world. It's more than your mortgage payment over, over your lifetime. You, you pay more in taxes and people just don't realize that. So when right. people say, what account should I draw from? I say, it depends. And I just went through a million reasons why. There you go. Well, how can our listeners get a hold of you, Dan, to set up this consultation to make sure they know where they're at and they're pulling from the right funds? Ask questions in the comments on YouTube. If you're listening, you can call the number. I'm going to put it up in a moment. The kids will do it. And I just, and I normally, and they'll say it too. This is for, I'm not telling you what to do, which account to pull from. I need to understand your situation. So some people will call and say, Hey, what, what, what should I do with social security? Or what, what should I, when, which account should I pull from? And unfortunately for them, I can't just give them the answer. I need to ask questions and learn about it. So, you know, they could call, but expect that we're going to have a back and forth conversation, right? That's just right. how I do it. And I don't charge for that. Call the number, no problem. And if you say, Hey, I love, I love that show, Tony, I get anytime someone calls in and says, Hey, I love the show. Thank you. Um, I forward that to Tony so he can enjoy it too. Right. You get, so anything you guys want to do, the best <laughs> way to do it is call 888-508-5935 and then hit extension five. That's this podcast. So I'll put that number in a second, Tony, thanks for a good show. And what's the answer if when, when to convert? Well, I mean, which account to pull from? What's the answer? It depends. It depends. The topics on this show are wide ranging yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Mundo or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Delphine Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.